Hello, Cavando's here now. It's live, VRC Radio. I'm having a little difficulty getting the music set up today. I'm still uh, uh, going crazy. It's nuts. It's absolutely insane. This whole cryptocurrency, it's just beyond belief what's going on. So, uh, we're live. I got some questions coming in. But first, I want to tell you that don't forget, it's September 9th. 2014, and uh, Kavando will be having a discussion today about Supernet, Blueberry, uh, Next Coin, and all of that stuff that's going on. Bitcoin, Dark, James. Uh, it's just really way out there. I've been doing a lot of work on it. I, you know, I was checking this stuff out, and uh, it gets more and more interesting. Uh, thank you, Lutz. I see there. Hey, big shout out to Lutz, man. He's been through a thing right now. He uh, quit smoking, so he's in about three or four days now. I had I didn't get to talk to him yesterday, but uh, deserves a lot of credit. Tough to thing to do. Hopefully, this is it for him. He's done with those cigarettes, and everyone out there is a smoker. Please do it. You want to be able to cash in your Veracoin in a couple of years. You want to be around anyway. So anyway, uh, let's get rolling on the news. Uh, the current price of Veracoin is 12911 on Bitrex. That was the last trade on Bitrex. The, uh, the other things is, let me get those uh, stake weight, 16 million. 64,000 so 116 million coins and that's uh, is a stake weight 2.31 is the interest rate on that staking weight the uh, as things continue now another big thing today we got to remember is Apple uh, today is Apple day uh, they're going to announce a full line of things something that they usually do on a regular basis on the 9th of September every year and a lot of speculation in the crypto world that Apple has been holding recently, uh, only several months ago, they had stopped uh, any crypto digital currency apps from being issued through their app store and available on iOS network. They reopened that a couple, four months ago. And uh, now there's speculation that uh, Apple today uh, will include a uh, what's the exact stuff you want to call it a uh, a phone based payment system and uh, that they'll of course you know how Apple is they'll have that all closed off to themselves of course they're holding up uh, holding up uh, Veracoin's uh, wallet and of course that just leads to conspiracy theories that go on and on and on but that's what it is it's a big conspiracy this entire crypto universe everybody's a non that I know of except for the three devs and I know Lutz and uh, I know uh, very very viral because I've been working with those guys in the marketing group or as I say it's it's more of a viral leaders group now now uh, so that's a big thing to be watching for today I'm very interested in that uh, announcement what Apple will say and if they are going that way that'll be big and of course yesterday was the big news PayPal is now going to be accepting Bitcoin 
which as P. Oscar says by default means that they'll be accepting Veracoin. So that's all good. And the other thing I want to make absolutely clear right away, and P. Oscar did it very succinctly yesterday afternoon. It, it, the, they were not donations in order, or this whole super net thing, they were not donations. They were con, con, contributions contingent on the fact that you would receive uh, 10,000 Satoshis uh, in return for every Veracoin that you uh, that you contributed and pledged to the fund. As a matter of fact, let Cavando, I, I need to check that. That's be interesting thing to check exactly how the donations are going because we still have to raise eight hundred thousand. Let's not stop those uh, donations from coming in. The uh, Cavando's been a big advocate right from day one in June uh, 8th or 14th or 12th, I think it was, when I, that I, I believe that everybody should donate 10% of their bag, of their holdings, to the Vera Fund to, so the developers would have something to use to develop. Well, it ends up, Cavando's thinking right along with this genius James because that's what he thinks he needs from every coin that is going to be put. A core, every core coin that's going to be part of this thing that he's developing SuperNet. It's like a third-party development. He's a third party. He's not going to become uh, a developer of the uh, of Veracoin. Uh, it'll be still be the three developers. And at some point in the future, when James has time, he's going to develop a special feature for. Uh, with the devs of Del of uh, Veracoin. It's a question about that. Has James been around? No, I haven't seen him, and I imagine he's pretty busy. Uh, very, very busy man. Uh, some of the stuff that I was checking out, uh, what the, this, the websites were in Chinese with translations to English, which would lead me to believe that James is Chinese. <coughs> but who do you know? So what? So he speaks Chinese, but uh, he, he's got a node and an IP in China he broadcasts from, and a conspiracy start. So anyway, if, you, if you're if you into that kind of stuff, if uh, but the devs are thoroughly vetted, uh, Mr. James, IJ777, so uh, all that goes round and round, and uh, the, the, the uh, democratization of money continued, and the... Uh, let me see. Let me go out there at to that. Uh, ep uh, just all you got to do if you want to check on this, by the way. Uh, oh, that's not what I wanted to check on. Oh, here it is. Track the es escrow here. There's a link up at the top of the. Uh, now, there hasn't been any donations since yesterday at 742. Uh, yesterday morning. Today is the ninth. So no donations. It was standing at five hundred thirty-five thousand eight hundred forty-two. The um, now as uh, I, I hate to go over all of the particulars of the deal, but you never know when we got new listeners. But uh, Big Snapples had known uh, of this developer that he said could raise the price of Veracoin by some. Uh, tenfold and he came up with this theory about uh, uh, and it's a well-tested theory called uh, rising tide lifts all boats 
in theory. So when the tide comes in, everybody votes go up. So if everybody gave 10%, now this is about a month ago. Let's call it roughly a month. He's, he comes up with this deal, and uh, he said he'd be willing to put in uh, 100,000 coins. And uh, then he got pledges from others. And uh, so if they raised this amount of money, he wanted a million coins to start with. This is what the original deal was, and this project was called Juggernaut. Well, he, he mentioned it, and uh, he had some support from Daredev and some others, and uh, so he, he, he uh, Pinasker recused himself from holding the funds, and, uh, you know, for various reasons, uh, including the uh, how, how, many, how many times he's been attacked in uh, all of this FUD that's been going on in the tax on Veracoin. Not to mention the fact he didn't know anything about James. He, he, uh, now, I can't read into his mind, but I'd want to know who he was beforehand. So none of that was done, or he mentioned him briefly, but Pinoscar wasn't comfortable uh, holding the coin, so Big Snapples decided to do it. So, and it, it, and it wasn't very successful. They raised a total of 190,000 coins over about a week and a half. It kind of just went dead. Uh, no action, nothing hearing about it. And then it was revived after a couple weeks that the big snapples wouldn't uh, be denied and uh, revived it and uh, said he had talked to the dev again. And would the, the devs at, at first said they would be open to it. So this time, the second time around, the devs actually went and talked to uh, this uh, mysterious uh, coder that uh, supposedly had this uh, huge reputation in the world, and they were so they agreed that they would listen because they're always open to uh, help for Veracoin. What would benefit the uh, benefit the coin? So uh, they vetted him out for, and it took that that went on a week and a half, two weeks, and nobody knew what the deal the new deal was. Uh, turned out to be 2.6 million coins, and uh, to fast forward, the deal was he wanted 2.6 million coins, 10% of the total Veracoin that exists, 26 million coins we have, in uh, the, uh, so 26, he wanted one point in when the when uh, the coins, and then there was a laddered thing, but it ended up being uh, targets for uh, of uh, 1.3 million and then 2.6 million when the uh, so half of the amount of coins that he wanted uh, he would uh, receive half when the uh, price of Veracoin had uh, gone up fivefold or and as it turned out the price that it began at was 50 was 10,000 uh, Satoshis so it, the, the targets were 50,000 and 100,000. So at 100,000, at 50,000, James would receive 1.3 million uh, that, uh, that would be held in an escrow account that would have to be uh, in that account before James would go forward with the deal. And then when it reached 1.3 million, uh, uh, 100,000 Satoshis, 1.3 million uh, the second 1.3 million would be uh, would be released, and uh, everyone would receive their uh, 
10,000 Satoshis for each Veracoin, it turned out you would get your Veracoin back. So, uh, which they would be paid, but you would be paid back with, at, at uh, 10,000 per, per Veracoin, transferred into Bitcoin, and then that amount of Bitcoin would buy Veracoin, so you would receive that. You wouldn't get the benefit, so you're giving up, basically you're giving up 10% of your stash, and 40%, uh, 90% would rise fivefold, and uh, then you would get that uh, equivalent Veracoin to the value of the uh, amount that you would contribute it. And uh, you got to straighten that up for yourself. That's pretty succinct. Kavanda wants to apologize. I, I was re-listening to the uh, try to monitor myself and check things out and uh, yesterday. And I misspoke a couple times when I was going back and forth. Uh, and uh, some of it was dates. Well, I said Sunday or Saturday instead of Sunday and all that. So let me recap that. So, so this new deal is starting to, is starting to percolate, and um, so then it gets to be a Friday night in uh, last Friday, and uh, everybody's had a rough week as usual. And of course, the weekends are usually insane in the cryptocurrency world. Seems like all kinds of stuff happens then. And around uh, two a.m. Saturday morning, the uh, a negotiation, James appeared on uh, the IRC, and then he started making posts on the Bitcoin Talk forum, and uh, now, let me just take a time out here, uh, I, I forgot, I, I neglected to mention the forums that are, uh, are terribly close to uh, being released, they've been you know, uh, held up a little bit by all of this stuff that went on over the weekend. That's why there's no firm date. So we can look forward to that any second. You know, that might happen when I'm on the air sometimes. Hopefully they'll give Kondo to Kavando a blast and uh, maybe I could, you know, have a, what do you call those? Premiere. You know, we could do something like that. Exclusive from VRC Radio. Kavando with the launch of the Veracoin Forums. So anyway, uh, the uh, so th two two in the morning and uh, Saturday morning and uh, James is there. Very very vile was there. Bag holder was there. Uh, there was uh, some other people there. A bunch of people there, and they're talking back and forth. And James is saying what the deal is. And then buy for crypto showed up, and he started attacking. Uh, James with some of the FUD because buy for crypto didn't usually show up in the IRC but he came in when he found out that uh, James was there this uh, mystery developer he identified himself as so they're going back and forth and it was pretty testy and uh, this James he doesn't uh, one thing I like about him he doesn't uh, deal with FUD you know he, he won't tolerate it you start with that stuff he's gone so, uh, so anyway, went back and forth, make, and, and at the end of the day, as affects the cause likes to say, or actually, at the beginning of the morning, you know, about 6.30 a.m., the, uh, the deal was hammered out, and the final deal was that, pretty much as I already said, but, 
uh, James would give the Veracoin community 24 hours to raise half a million Veracoin, 500,000 Veracoin, and that would uh, he would become part of the Vera that would show the resolve of the Veracoin community, and that 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 would you know say that uh, we got the that would be admitted to this supernet is what he's calling this thing. Now, uh, I'll get into that in a little bit uh, uh, about James and everything, but I want to go through the chronology of how the deal went. So, uh, so the, uh, the 852, they, uh, very, very viral, got uh, in touch with effects to cause Doug Pike. Doug uh, got in and checked everything out and said that, you know, the devs had vetted him pretty well and that they were 100% behind him. Uh, that they, they were sure they could work with them, and that the, if the community, and, and so it was up to the community to vote. And uh, that this is where the democratization of money comes in that Doug has talked about many times. And uh, one of his missions and how he sees the whole crypto world, and as a matter of fact, it pretty much jives with what James is. When I, when I get to uh, going over what I found out, what I've been able to find out about James, uh, and his accomplishments and his thoughts and philosophies uh, that'll become more clear. So it's he's, so Doug said it's up to the community vote with your coins. That's what democracy is about. So uh, so and Doug agreed to be the uh, trustee of the uh, Supernet fund and uh, created the account, uh, created a wallet at 8.52.11 on Saturday morning. So that gave uh, the community till 8.52.11 on Sunday morning come up with half a million coins. Very viral, immediately uh, put in 50,000. Uh, Doug uh, chipped in, I believe, the same amount. I'm not really sure, but uh, he made a substantial uh substantial uh, contribution uh, the uh, other fellows that were there and everybody started uh, sending money in uh, sending Veracoin in P. Nosker was uh, unaware of all of the stuff going on to, the, to some degree because he was away and attending another uh, funeral and uh, the uh, but when he got back, he donated. He con contributed uh, seventy-five thousand from a couple of different wallets. Uh, Big Snapples uh, threw in the hundred ninety thousand that he had collected before. And again, at the beginning of the day on Sunday, the uh, as eight fifty-two eleven approached, we were the Veracoin community was twenty-five thousand uh, twenty-four thousand four hundred and sixty. Veracoin shy uh, when the deadline was reached precisely and everyone oh damn it you know we didn't make it and all this other stuff and then James came up and said close enough you know that yeah that's quite an accomplishment to uh, for the community to raise all of those coins in uh, such a short in, tw in a 24 hour period it shows their resolve I consider myself a member of the Veracoin community so let's go forward with the deal. Now that means that uh, another, um, let's see, so 535,000 now, 
So let's call it 500,000. That means 2.1 million coins still need to be raised. And so let the, James said, let the um, let the fundraising, the uh, you know, the funding program uh, continue. So uh, it's got up to 535,000, and there it sits since yesterday. Now we still need uh, uh, another 2.1 million, one uh, or we have five million, uh, 500,000. So another 800,000 need to be uh, raised to um, to ha have that available for, that would be the next goal, I would think, raise another 800,000 so when the 50,000 Satoshi target is hit, that, that can be dealt with there. And P. Noskara said uh, there was some confusion after the deal and as all of this smoked out because uh, a little while after that, a couple hours after that, um, James came up on the, on the Bitcoin Talk forum and made it made it the community aware that he was donating the entire fund back to all the raised Veracoin to a special fund uh, that would be under the auspices of the Veracoin devs and uh, and with the stipulation that none of it would be spent without the uh, without a voting process by the community. So he's donated all of those coins back and it includes, you know, the entire 2.6 million. Now, this is my understanding. You got to remember this. There isn't anything really written down in stone where it's all succinctly put and spelled out, you know, that I'm aware of. That's what makes it difficult here. People come in the IR, hey, I've been on vacation. What's going on? You know, six hours later, some guy comes in and says, geez, what's the, what's the reason for the increase in Barracoin price? So, uh, you know, over the period of that 24-hour period, the, 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 the uh, price was established at 10,000 uh, Satoshis for the Barracoin, which would be the rate at which all the donations will be paid back. And uh, it actually almost doubled within 24 hours as there was a lot of buying pressure by people to, uh, some people were buying coin out there so they could donate it because it's still pretty cheap. And, and a lot of, pe I've seen a lot of stuff about that lately, uh, the last uh, like two days now, uh, people saying that it's undervalued and all of that. So. The, uh, so the coin was given back. That changed the deal. There were some questions about, hey, do we still get our coins back? Yes. You, uh, that stands, that still stands when the 1.3 million Pinas can come up and very succinctly put that when the 1.3 million, uh, uh, when the 50,000, the first target is 50,000 Satoshis. When that uh, target is reached, the... Uh, 20% of the uh, Veracoin uh, value of it will be returned to the owners of uh, who, who contributed the 1.3 million that will go to go will remain actually now they'll remain in the in the fund they'll remain in the supernet fund for Veracoin because they're not going to James anymore he's donated them to the and in uh, James claimed he was a multimillionaire, and they, people were saying, well, why do you need the money? 
And uh, he, he said it isn't about the money. He, in some ways, he's a little like Cabando. You know, he's uh, into the social aspects of this. That's another reason that uh, I'm starting to like the guy. But the fact he's an anonymous is, is, is a real hang-up for Cabando. So anyway, um, so that's where the, the, the deal stood and where it stands right now. And I don't know what the plans are for uh, additional fundraising, but that's got to go forward. Uh, it doesn't, uh, I mean, the thing about this whole SuperNet deal is the, uh, they could say no to us. You know, James could say, hey, you, you, you're supposed to come up with another 1.3 million. Or maybe he could change his mind. I mean, here we go again with the conspiracy. Uh, crypto conspiracies uh, theory and what could happen, what will happen, what they say will happen, what in fact does happen, what doesn't happen. Uh, it starts to get real, real squirrely fast because that's why Cavando doesn't like anonymity. That's what drew Cavando to Veracoin to begin with is the openness of availability of the uh, developers. The Pike Patrick Nosker and Dave Baum, who is a uh, notable by his hermit-like tendencies. He built, he, he just bought a house out there somewhere in, uh, there's a software company out there he works for in Redmond, Washington. He bought a house out there, and uh, he, I guess he's holed up in there. But uh, anyway, he's a real good coder, and... Uh, Cavando apologizes uh, for some of the language I was using yesterday. I didn't even know I used those words. So uh, you know Cavando's working hard at this radio station deal because he's trying to keep it clean, trying to keep it right and uh, civil. And uh, so anyway, back to uh, the deal. So that's what the deal was. And uh, so what I'm going to do right now is... Cavando uh, needs to catch his breath a little, take a break, and uh, I'll get a song on here, and then I'll come back, because this is all, the whole thing is, the whole deal is the Supernet, and that's what James is building, he calls it Supernet, and there was uh, also, at the same time, the Supernet was having a, an IPO was being released on a sat at Saturday at 10 o'clock at, at the same time and I don't know what time zone but anyway that was going on at the same time but anyway I'll get to that after the uh, after uh, I get a little break here let me get a song for you playing and uh, yeah always remember it's only rock and roll it's only cryptocurrency. It's only money.
testing Kavana coming into All right, Kavano, end, uh, ending that song prematurely. Uh, I just got some news that uh, Dell is coming out with a 5K monitor, 5,120 by 2,800. Uh, that's a pretty, pretty good. Uh, I want to get out and uh, take a look at what's happening with the Apple news, although, uh, Let's see, 10 o'clock, that's probably in Cupertino, California. So that means, what, 1 o'clock East Coast time. So uh, I, I really don't know. I've been so busy with this stuff, I, I haven't had time to uh, do much of anything. I would like to say that the Veracoiners were victorious in their first foot fantasy football game. I'm in the, uh, I'm in the, I uh, like that, love that fantasy sports. I've been an avid player for many years. Uh, I don't, do, I only do football these days. I have one team and I named it the Vera Coiners and we were victorious. I got Andrew Luck, man. He won the game like in the last three minutes, the last score he threw for TD. It uh, with about two minutes to go that, uh, wrapped up the victory if you can call wrapping up i i only had it was like a seven point uh, six point victory seven point victory so the score was six and then the you know it, it, it that's the thing that won last couple of minutes very exciting and it happened to be the sunday night game and uh, neither of us had any players left last night but we're getting away from the stuff we really need to talk about here and everybody's interested in um so uh Kovando is uh, said out on the internet and stuff and when his announcements he'd be having a discussion but it's tough to get the discussion oh man I forgot to turn on the uh, feature uh, I know Lutz is out there Mr. Lutz if you would could you get out uh, to the site and turn on the Avericoin radio site and turn on the Kovando's on live blinker uh, we got a little innovation there. I forgot to turn that on yesterday, and I just realized I forgot to do it today. It's got this, uh, one of the innovations that uh, Lutz has implemented is uh, I can turn on this bar uh, or window, if you want to call it a blink, it says Cavando's live, so you'll know when it's live. That site is really coming along. Lutz has done a real good job. Uh, you can scroll down a little bit and play the daily show. There's a list of the daily shows right there from the archives that uh, are stored on SoundCloud. And uh, there is a capability to do that uh, through Mixler, MixLR, that, uh, which is a service that uh, Lutz uh, found and uh, implemented into the site. Uh, he's really done a bang-up job and uh, said some thanks to everyone else who's helped with uh, doing the, the uh, thing. So, uh, there's also a Skype button there. So, uh, I don't get a lot of calls. I had uh, did an interview the other day with Rivon from Germany. He's a very leader in Germany who had some great success. 
at a conference over there and really did some great work. Uh, and, and that's for recording, and that's available in the archives. Uh, I believe Lutz posted that for playback as well. Uh, that's very interesting. And uh, I did not get a chance yesterday to post the uh, interview with uh, Doug Pike that Commando conducted right here. So I call it a discussion, so uh, I guess I'm going to have to discuss it with myself. So, Commando. What do you? Th what's the deal on this supernet? You know, what is it? What, what's it all about? This is uh, what James says is is uh, his his great uh, innovation. And uh, what's the deal on it? Well, the thing is, well, Commando, the the word is on this, and uh, I went out and I did some introduction to it, and um, what it is is a it's like an internet within an internet is the way to uh, best explain it and there would be a uh, core and for and first of all the um, the coins that are uh, in, involved are next coin Bitcoin dark which James developed and I'm pretty sure he was involved in next I I, I haven't I'm still working on trying to find out all that other stuff. And then he got Booberry and the, uh, let's see, yeah, Nextcoin, uh, Booberry, uh, uh, Bitcoin Dark, and now Veracoin are the coins that are involved so far that I'm aware of. Now, uh, the, uh, Vladimir Putin out there, or API Vladimir Putin out on the IRC was asking about Booberry, and the, the, the deal, the reason that uh, Booberry is being uh, invited is it has a particular technology or where any of these coins will be invited to join the supernet, are, and you don't have to be invited, you can actually apply. There's a, if you go out to the Nextcoin sites and the uh, SuperNet sites, there's application forms. There's uh, qu frequently asked questions uh, about what it is. You can go out there. And, of course, uh, some of the coins that uh, are going to be part of this SuperNet, this Internet for coins, an Internet within the Internet, is uh, they're basically two types uh two uh what do you want to call it like divisions of coins or levels one is the core coins and two is all the other coins that uh, would be part of the supernet now the core coins uh all have features that the uh developer james feels are uh important and for the development of the um, for the development of SuperNet and for the further use of uh, crypto and digital currencies throughout the universe. Uh, so that's why he's, uh, so he's handpicking these things. Now Next is not really, uh, it's a coin, but the thing about Next is the, uh, they're not a Bitcoin uh, blockchain related. There, it's completely independent technology written from scratch. Code that was written from scratch. It's not part of the uh, 
Bitcoin uh, blockchain. So that helps. Uh, they got some interesting stuff uh, themselves, and that is uh, they're not and the big the, not, and so they're not on the block. They're not on the chain. They're completely written from scratch code. That uh, and guess who wrote it? Jean-Luc Picard himself. Yes, the captain of the Enterprise, and a well-known uh, fictional figure. So I guess he knows uh, Satoshi or something like that, or who knows, their colleagues, they met in a cafe in Paris. Who knows? But Jean-Luc wrote this code uh, for NextCoin, and it's a 100% proof-of-stake coin. Uh, And uh, it it was different from a lot of other coins is because what made it really different is it it was a proof of uh, stake coin, no proof of work coin. That's one of uh, James's key points when uh, I'm studying up about him is that he was uh, disturbed about all of the a myriad of altcoins that were being launched that were very similar to each other and didn't offer anything except chances for scammers and quick buck artists and uh, the like to uh, make money and uh, so that's one of how, how James feels about it. So anyway this 100% proof of stake is great and Instead of using uh, your computers to mine coins, uh, it leverages the balances of existing accounts to what he calls forge blocks uh, and rewarding uh, the people who uh, have got their, uh, what does he call them, Uh, coins, uh, forging. Which, I don't like that terminology for some reason. I don't know if he's pulling a fast one on us, you know. He's forging coins. But anyway, forging like casting in hot metal. You know, that's what that's what it is. You know, like creating like a blacksmith in a forge. That type of thing. And, uh, and, and so, so you get uh, the transaction fees when you participate in this. A forging process. Now, uh, one billion. Now, that's a thing that uh, maybe that that was a little too high. You know, I'm not sure, but that's a lot. A billion of anything is a lot, and they call them ejected from the uh, next Genesis block. Uh, and they were there, and they currently were uh, being distributed to uh, account holders through giveaways, trades, bounties, trading. Uh, as as well as on a centralized exchanges like Bitter. So you can go out and buy these things. I saw a price out on Polynex today. 7745 uh, Satoshis was a price I got just this morning. Uh, I like to get a crawl up there on the, uh, on the uh, Veracoin radio site. So while you're listening, these prices go by. We could have NextCoin... Veracoin, uh, Blueberry, of course, Bitcoin, uh, and have them scroll across so what we could come up with those. Uh, so, so that's what's going on with Next. It's uh, this uh, this feature he calls it the whoever it is uh, Jean Luc 
calls it transparent forging uh, and it allows each user to automatically determine which server node will generate the next block so I'm getting this right off of the wiki that next has a nice wiki page that explains all of this stuff is um, the, uh, the you know the big thing about this is uh, let me here read it word for word here an equally important feature transparent forging is an outstanding security feature of the protocol which can temporarily temporarily reduce to zero the forging power of nodes who should generate the next block but do not. Pes penalizing accounts that do not actively support the network and distributing that power to nodes that do. So, uh, and again, that uh, you can check that out on Wiki. Very understanding. It's done very quickly. And, uh, and plus, the this proof of another key to this to the next technology is that with uh, how do you power the network because the uh, computers the the the, comp, the hash the computational power that uses to drive the network that keeps the transactions doesn't uh, isn't there to support the network but the proof of stake algorithm he de they developed a new algorithm that is efficient enough to run on smartphones and small devices like Raspberry Pi. So uh, there you go. This, this next technology will run there. Um, so it's not, and, and that gives you more security because it's not, it's, it's completely independent code. It's not on the blockchain. It's uh, completely uh, away from that. And uh, the uh, network itself can be run because of the algorithm. There's enough power to still run the uh, keep the network up. And another, uh, in addition, this mess, this method that he's developed with this new algorithm effectively removes the chance of a 51% attack. As uh, and, and a lot of other vulnerabilities of the proof of work coins are gone, so we got they got that going for us. Uh, yeah, all right. I had seen that. I had that. I, I was going. Lutz just sent me that. Uh, I saw that. I meant to mention it, but you know, I need a secretary is what I need. Lutz is functioning as he's just like the devs. He holds down a full time job. He builds websites. He does all this other stuff. He's got a thousand things going. He's helped me out, and uh, he's keeping the site alive and up and running. But he's uh, he just sent in that Satoshi Nakamoto's email has been hacked, supposedly. And, and I read about that article. I just neglected to mention it. Thanks again, Lutz. And uh, it's an older account, so I don't know if they'll be able to go back to that or whatever. But they'll probably see some notes from uh, Jean Luc card in there some emails from him saying uh, who knows maybe he was part of the team and they had a fall and now let's get some conspiracy things going fellas I don't I, I shouldn't even ask for that um, I shouldn't even ask for that because it'll be crazy what you can do with uh, Jean-Luc Picard make it so Natoshi Satoshi so uh, 
So there we go. That's what the SuperNet is all about. Now, the SuperNet is out there and has been out there, and that was came out in about April. And now, with the SuperNet, it's got all of those possibilities. And then there's uh, the individual coins. Now, Bitcoin Dark was developed by, uh, and again, in the basis of the SuperNet is, there'll be the core coins, and they will benefit from the transactions and fees uh, that will be generated by all of the transaction and fees of uh, the SuperNet. And the, the core coins will be comprised of, uh, the, these are the ones that will be hand-selected and uh, picked uh, by uh, James, and uh, as far as I know, and uh, will be selected because of a unique uh, development or something that they have done uh, in, in developing their particular coin that all of the uh, that all of cryptocurrencies and digital currencies could could use and want so what uh, the way I, if, if I'm trying to follow uh, James's uh, train of thought he's uh, what he's doing is why should everybody uh, let's take a non Anon's a very big feature. As a matter of fact, I, I saw I was doing some other research and reading today, and I see that the younger generation, the millennials, and what's um, uh, the, the, the millennials and another one, but it's the first two generations that have been born with uh, within the start and are just getting to a mature age, and uh, with the internet capability and these chats and. Twitters and all this other stuff, so they're really, uh, it's part and parcel of the culture, it's who they are, and they are very concerned about an anonymity, not necessarily anonymity, but their data and knowledge about them, and uh, that's why the changes have been going on on Facebook, and the things at Facebook, and Twitter, and they compile data on you, and all these things, and people they want to guard their data so this is their knowledge they want more privacy it's not necessarily an anonymity deal it's a thing for privacy now maybe and the reason Kavano's reading up on this stuff is because this and now this anonymity thing uh, bothers me and uh, I'm just not for it I like to know I don't want to deal with somebody behind the curtain down behind the bowling alley uh, you know uh, who I don't know, meeting in some obscure uh, chat room that in, in, in exists in cyberspace and can be shut off and disappear. Now, p speaking about disappearing, I'm a little concerned about SoCal, but that's another whole issue. Um, I'm looking for my physical Veracoin, and I don't want to start any conspiracy theories, but uh, that guy has just disappeared off the face of the earth. I mean, not even a peep. I hope he didn't go shrimping off of Louisiana. I heard, I had a rumor he was a lobsterman, but if he got on one of those shrimp boats and looked at the wrong guy sideways, you know, he might be uh, swimming with the fishes, as they say. So Cal swims with the fishes. I don't know if the devs got a note or something like that, uh, you know, a bulletproof vest with uh, fish in it or something like that, <laughs> sent to him in a package, you know, but where do you send it? You know, that's another whole thing about anonymity in the Internet. There's nowhere to send it. 
wouldn't be hard to find Kalando's house. So anyway, all right, Kalando, get back on the subject, man. You're getting off the subject. Okay, I'll do that. So that's uh, so. There's the co. There's the core developers, and uh, they they all have. All right, we're saying find some coins that have a non-feature that's really good. Now, so then the other coins that are in the supernet. There's the core coins, and then there's all the other coins. Now. Theoretically, the number of people, how many could be in the supernet, is in a question asked. Well, and there was a number that I saw said 256. Well, theoretically, it could be unlimited. So uh, all these other, all these coins would join the supernet, and I don't know how if they by joining they would pay a fee or uh, whatever. Now, one of the qualifications for being a core coin uh, as uh, James writes in his uh, and there are white papers for uh, the uh, for next and I don't know if it's a white paper for the super uh, the, the uh, super um, what do you call it the super net but there's a, a PDF that was published and I read through that and explains his theories on why he's forming the super net and uh, why the, what about the core coins and these core coins he would want to have 10% of the coins of the particular coins in the core so they would be stable and they would be able to fund and uh, for cash flow and uh, the, the like to uh, he wanted 10% so there you go that's why James was looking to uh, get 2.6 million coins uh, Veracoin because we got 26 million coins so he wanted his 2.6 million uh, commitment because that's what he feels is necessary for the stability of the core coins because you're going to be processing a lot of transactions and uh, the uh, and that's so those are again the core coins these other coins that would be members would be utilizing the non feature, the transaction uh, speed, uh, the change into fiat, whatever these, uh, the specialty that uh, a coin was admitted to the coin, to the suit, to the core for. All of these other coins in the, on the supernet members would be able to use these things and they would pay a slight transaction fee. That's where the fees would be generated from. So it's an internet within an internet for the coins. So what James is actually saying, why does, if we could find in a non-feature that worked really, really well, why should it be just one coin? Why, does, why do we have to have 250 coins and all of them develop a non-feature themselves? It starts to be common sense. Why reinvent the wheel? Everybody has to do it? No. We'll just find a really, really good and non-solution. We'll put it in the core, and then everybody can use it. That's in the supernet. All right, which gives James some control about who can join the supernet, which eliminates a lot of the bad apples because James can say he doesn't tolerate FUD. That guy, I admire him for that, and I and uh, that's that, that's uh, that's great. He just doesn't tolerate it. So to get on to the suit, and, and then James is probably 
although this starts to centralize it a little. Uh, if you started pulling some skullduggery or something like that, you know, he'd probably throw you the hell out of there. And I suppose you could always quit, you know, if none of this comes, you know, all of these other things need to be worked out again. It's crypto. We're moving forward. It's like feeling our way out into the wilderness. Like if you were an explorer, how'd you like to be Vasco da Gama? you know, sailing off down around the coast of Africa, not knowing where you were, or Columbus or the Vikings sailing off on the ocean. It's a good show, those Vikings. I like that. So anyway, um, so that's what's going on behind the development of the Supernet and um, the uh, things. Now, I've already, it took me an hour just to get to that. Now, uh, just... So I, I like to keep these shows down to an hour, but so I'm quickly going to go over um, the the uh, the reasons that Cavando believes that, that Bullberry and Darkcoin and Veracoin are uh, were selected by James to be part of the core. So uh, let me take a break. Let me get a song on here and take a little break, and I'll uh, get it together and come back because. Uh, Kavando likes these songs. I'm big on freedom, and uh, everybody knows how I feel about that from my statements yesterday. So uh, here you go. Your little technical difficulties on that music. We're back in there. We're rolling now.
Okay, uh, Kavano back here. Now listen, uh, I got to get this straight and I got a few more minutes. So I'll go over this uh, in more detail, these particular coins. So uh, the deal is that the core coins, which uh, James would like 10% of their coins uh, held in a fund in uh, by themselves they would be in control of them the identity of the coins don't change they'd still be the coins and in these core coins would uh, benefit from the transaction fees that would be generated uh, and uh, the uh, all have a feature now bullberry is uh, a coin now first of all I already explained I did explain about next now that's because next is the, is the uh, actually the backbone of the uh, supernet because it isn't uh, dependent on the blockchain the Bitcoin blockchain it was built ground up from scratch so uh, I guess that means Jean-Luc Picard is uh, it, it, just like Satoshi Nakamoto, imagine he had some help. Now the thing about the the, the uh, I I really feel uh, that Bullberry is uh, their main benefit is uh, they have a it's a it's an anon thing. It has strong uh, uh, privacy for the sender and receivers of transactions. So Bullberry would be a uh, an anon. Uh, has an anon solution, and there's some a lot a bunch of other things they do. They only got uh, 18 and a half million uh, coins, and they have a, a, a another algorithm that uh, helps them. It's called uh, Wild Kekak, uh, who wrote it, I guess. It's a Bitcoin, a bit changed uh, based proof of work uh, algorithm that drives that, and they have an anon. Uh, a non-solution uh, that's uh, very I'll have more on that tomorrow tune into tomorrow's show I'll get more on I'll, I'll get it together I, I know about it but I don't have the time to do it today the uh, now the other coin is Bitcoin dark and uh, I looked into that already and uh, one of those things that's the coin that um, James developed and he's got an, a non, it's, that's a proof-of-work, proof-of-stake hybrid with the bounty opportunities. And uh, I need to do a little more work on that. But that is also uh, got, it's, it's about uh, decentralization, openness, and anonymity. Uh, th those are the re reasons, and of course, it's probably tailor-made for, you know, the super node. Now, uh, the other thing is that, uh, that Next has is an exchange. Next has an exchange on it, so included in that. There's, a, there's, a, there's, a, there's an exchange that they use in there. So you got, so you got your anonymity and your decentralization and anonymity from Bitcoin Dark. And then it's, it's my feeling that uh, the reason that uh, with... Uh, Veracoin uh, was uh, that James was open to Veracoin uh, becoming a core coin was because of the innovative technologies with all of the things, the OBA, the staking, 
the openness, uh, the, the, which is, people say we don't do any PR. I think that's great PR, just the fact that we're the only coin that I know of that the, that the uh, devs are out in the open about and, and uh, espousing the democratization of money. That probably drew James. And then uh, the other thing that we're working on and that's real close is uh, that we already have to some degree with Moolah is the uh, fiat integration and transfer of fiat to uh, to other currencies uh, and, and fiats from crypto to currency. That thing, so I, 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 I don't know for sure. It's all speculation. James, is, the people have been asking for James. Can you come out and tell us? And this and that, and uh, he hasn't appeared as yet. So we're all just talking and speculating, and it's getting to be a conspiracy. The crypto conspiracy is on. Is it a conspiracy? Is it a truth? Who knows? Everybody's got an opinion. Commando has his. So um, I'm thinking that it's a, um, a fiat thing. So that would mean that uh, in the core... Uh, you could go in and use the non features of uh, any of these coins of Bullberry or of Dark Coin, and then use the use them to uh, tr the exchange to use the exchange on Next or any other exchange or transaction that you wanted to do. And then if you wanted to change to fiat, uh, you could use the an anonymity feature of Veracoin itself. And if you're a member of the uh, network, you could, uh, of SuperNet, you could then use the uh, Bullberries, uh, anon features for sending and receiving. And uh, you'd be able to use those for, for uh, you know, a nominal cost. So all of the coins that were in the net would be available, would have access to using those coins, to using those features on the core coins. And the other thing that I want to make sure you understand is that the super net would be a button in the wallet, in, in, in whatever wallet that you're using uh, for whatever coin. So there'd be another button in the uh, in your particular wallet, like the Veracoin wallet, the Bullberry wallet, the, the Darkcoin wallet. Uh, there'd be a button in there, and any any company, any coin that uh, became part of the net would then ha James would have some special way of embedding that into the wallet and work with the developers. Uh, who knows? He's probably looking for somebody to do wallet development and all of that right now. So. That's what Cavando knows about uh, what's going on, and uh, that's it. I'm, uh, I'm over my hour's time. Uh, I will get this uh, up, and uh, takes a bit of time to, um, to get this thing go uh, doing. But uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to put on a song. Real, oh, you know what I'm going to do? You know what I'll do is I'll, I'll shut this broadcast down and start up another one and um so this this one i'm doing now will will start to uh, download and then when it gets recorded i'll restart it at after the revon interview what i'm going to do is i'm going to put the revon interview in the queue so i'm going to be signing off the mic here for a second and in in 
it won't take me long, and uh, I'll put on that uh, Revon interview. It was the first uh, call uh, that was made by Cavando on BRC Radio to uh, Aachen, Germany, where Revon reported on his activities at the Bitcoin conference in Europe that he attended as a Verilita. Very interesting uh, stuff on there. All right, so uh, hold tight, and uh, I'll put that right up. All right, and then I'll see you again tomorrow uh, at 10 o'clock with more explanations about the coins and everything else that might, would, could, should, won't, don't, in between and all around with the crypto conspiracies that just continue unceasingly. And now uh, look out for that Apple news today, and you never know, something, th things are very close. Uh, with uh, that's the thing about these ninjas they're sneaky you don't know when they're gonna do something these ninja launches so uh, let me uh, let me get that going and uh, okay so I'll, uh, this will I'll get to start real quick we'll see how fast I can do it audio until tomorrow live Luke shut off the live blinker man if you would <laughs>